Merry Christmas, Mahana Kwanzaa, Happy Festivus, and Happy New Year. We are nearing the end of 2019, and this is the Online Friend Simulator, where everyone can use a friend, even online. And we are those voices that help remind you that you are not alone in this increasingly lonely world. I am Francis, a.k.a. The Other Guy, and right over there is Autumn, the author of Sad Things. Hello, Autumn. Hello. She's using her sultry voice today. (laughs) (laughs) My sultry voice. Um, Right off the bat, right? (laughs) Right off the bat. Right off the bat. Uh, We all have we all have sultry voices. Mm -hmm. Let's not do this. No. Uh, All right, fine. Uh, Anyway, welcome back to this fine, fine place. We are going to talk a lot about the previous year and the previous decade because we are entering a new one where we have perfect vision and pretty much hindsight, you know, here on 2020. And uh, for those who got the joke, more power to you. For those who didn't, we'll work on it. Uh, so right off the bat, we just wanted to say that um, whatever you happen to celebrate, or if you happen to not be celebrating at all, uh, please go ahead. You know, contact us, talk to us, let us know what you're doing for these this holiday season. Um, maybe our little texts and emails, or Facebook messages, or not only not Facebook really, but Twitter messages or Instagram messages will keep you uh, give you a little bit of um, friendly uh, company. During a time where a lot of people, especially myself in the past, felt incredibly alone during the holidays. And it was terrible. It was really depressing. I don't know about you, Autumn. Did you feel like, did did it increase or intensify any loneliness you may have felt during the holidays? Not really, no. Oh, good. (laughs) Good. I mean, I did, only simply because, you know, I went out a lot alone and I would see couples holding hands and kissing under the mistletoe or whatever. I didn't actually see people kissing under the mistletoe. That's weird. But I did see, <laughs> you know, people out and about, like families and whatnot. And I just thought, wow, I don't have any of that. You know, this is the first year I've had something that remotely was, you know, anywhere near that. Well, it is that, really. <laughs> it's not even remotely. It is that. <laughs> Look, (laughs) listeners, let me just tell you something. It wasn't until today that my girlfriend was became almost my girlfriend (laughs) for agreeing to do something for me. (laughs) So, baby steps, baby steps, (laughs) right? Baby steps. Walk home from LAX. I wasn't talking about you, Autumn. I'm talking about a completely different person. <laughs> Shh, no one's supposed to know your dual identity. Um. Anyway, <laughs> again, people. I'm pretty. Yeah, of course, people have pretty much figured it out by now. Anyway, um, let's go ahead and jump into uh what 
that's been happening with us lately with something that I feel is with a voice bite that I feel is apropos of what we're about to talk about. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. I'm doing fine, Han. I hope you're doing as well, given that uh, The Rise of Skywalker just came out this weekend and it was the uh, lowest earning Star Wars film in the new sequels. Some people are attributing it to being too close to Christmas, so people are attending parties and doing Christmas last-minute Christmas shopping, which, from which what I've seen... Which is stupid, because The Last Jedi and The Force Awakens came out around the same time. Well, a week before, so they didn't, you know, and uh, it, it, a week before the the this today, so they had an extra week of holiday shopping, party doing, so... Um, it makes sense, actually. Like it's a it's a reasonable it's a reasonable explanation uh, for it doing poorly. Or, we'll see whether or not it and, has legs. And listen to me. Well, it sucked. We'll, we'll see if it has legs. I don't. I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry. Suck. The the uh, the uh, the suck. Suck so much. <laughs> anyway, um, we're not gonna give uh, we're gonna give a review sort of. I mostly want to talk about it because of how divisive it has made people. This is like the 2016 election. It's going to break up families. <laughs> it's going to break up couples. <laughs> people are going to throw stuff at each other. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be crying in the corner. Oh, yeah. Murderous intent. <laughs> when you see that person rocking, you know, in the corner, you'll know exactly why. Why? <laughs> I mean, this is going to tear tear people apart. You know, you thought the holidays were for, was for bringing people together. No, once again, Disney and Lucasfilms has found a way to separate families even further <laughs> with Rise of Skywalker. Now, Autumn and I are of different opinions about this film. <laughs> so different. Very different opinions about this film, um, and it's fine. If you are interested in watching, just kind of finishing off a saga, go for it. I think you should watch this movie. I feel everyone should watch it. Disclaimer, he likes Solo. So, yeah, I mean, I he Solo, can't be trusted. Yeah, and I like His Rogue One. judgment doesn't sound. And I like Rogue One, which, you know, <laughs> uh, which uh, when people started putting up their top 11 Star Wars movies, Rogue One was near the top for a lot of people. <laughs> I really, really, really love Rogue One. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Notice I'm the encourager, and she'll be the one that puts everyone down, okay? <laughs> just, just just, letting you know that's how we work here. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Including me. Um, but yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> what kind of friend would she be if she, may, if she said it was okay to watch this movie? <laughs> She's trying to save you guys, people. <laughs> While I, on the other hand... Funny think it was fantastic and no, i did think it was fantastic i really enjoyed it um i don't think it was the greatest of the star wars films for sure i think if i were to pick my favorite of the three it'd be oh this will be controversial i think it's the first i think the force awakens was pretty good i think of the three that was the best of the three and you're wrong there too okay. yeah well see as i said his judgment is yeah. well i mean look Fifty percent of audience think, audiences think J.J. Abrams ruined the franchise. Well, another fifty percent think Ryan Johnson destroyed the franchise. J.J. Abrams so. did ruin the franchise. As a matter We're going to judge him by this last movie, and this last movie ruined it. Okay. Well, anyway, 
Ruin is such a heavy, strong word. <laughs> it's so oh, big. that's the right word. Yeah, no. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> just, I, well, what's funny, okay, so I love that people are now digging up reviews and I, thoughts from the original trilogy that parallel this tr- this sequel trilogy and it's kind of funny that everyone said the exact same things for uh, for rise for uh return or uh, revenge of the no I'm sorry um well i mean coming off of Jedi. empire and then going into yeah. you know the last one it's just it yeah well ever so it empire, was well, ewoks well yeah but empire strikes back everyone hated empire strikes back because no empire's the best Oh yeah, the the, best of the three. exactly. In hindsight, again, look at all of the look at all of the the the, the comments and or not comments because there weren't any back in you know eighty two or whatever eighty one or whatever it was, but uh, uh, critics and 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 fans hated Empire Strikes Back. They thought that it ruined characters, it ruined storylines. How dare they make you know uh red where how dare george lucas change these things about the movie etc cetera, etc cetera. so people really hated that and then you know return of the jedi everyone hated that as well thinking it was the worst film ever you know that that the introduction of the ewoks was terrible and that you know why was there a second death star and blah 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 so people so i i do enjoy that uh generationally we all kind of shared the same hate for stuff over and over and over again. It's kind of funny. Um, prequels, there seems to be more or less a general hate for all three prequels, <laughs> for the three prequels. They're all just not good. Yeah. But the only, again, the only people that really liked the prequels were like the like children, like the people who were kids when that movie was out. And I know you were one of them. I know you're one of them. Yeah, it's like, I'm I know you're one of them. them but, I still didn't like it. But, the, but from, from How my. How old was I when the first. What, what year did the. Uh, prequels were like 90. 90s in the early 90s i want to say no no way can't be that early yeah okay uh star wars let's see let's let's see what he says uh so it was was oh yeah 99 okay 99 to 2005 so i was i was um 19 at the time so i didn't care for the i mean i i didn't hate them i'm not gonna lie i didn't hate the prequel trilogies, like most people do, I didn't find them very good, but I didn't hate them. <laughs> you know, I yeah, found them. I was I, like, what, twelve? Yeah, twelve when the first one came out, and there's. I just found it boring. Yeah, yeah. so boring. Yeah, I didn't hate them. So I just found it boring. Nonsense babble about governments and who, what kind of and trade who agreements. Wants to watch that. <laughs> well, yeah, for a kids' movie especially. Like, why are you going to put trade agreements and stuff in a kids' movie? But yeah. I mean, you know, it made sense how I mean because it gave the foundation of how Palpatine rose to power, so that was fine. Like, it kind of set up that, which is perfectly fine, and it gave us, you know, the double bladed lightsaber we've never seen before. Um, it gave us. Um, uh, Gungans. <laughs> okay, I take that back. I should have given us Gungans. Yeah, you take that back. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it gave us uh, some interesting things. It gave us the Clone Wars, right? It gave us an idea of what the Clone Wars are like. It gave us a little bit more of a, an idea of uh, what Yoda was able to do, even though that was a little ridiculous, that's for sure. It's very ridiculous. Uh, but it gave us, uh, you know... Um, Oh God, I'm just gonna say his name wrong. Not Christopher Walken or Chris, Christopher Eccleston. Uh, Christopher Lee. <laughs> he was <us> Christopher Lee. <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> oh man! Yeah. That would have been a movie. Yeah. Oh my god! Every time I say his name, I think of that stupid, terrible joke. Uh, what's, what's the opposite of Christopher Reeves? Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's a terrible joke, but it always makes me laugh. <laughs> it always makes me laugh. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that for a lot of people, you know, depending, um, parents keep saying, depending on your age, but a lot of parents are saying like their kids are loving these, these pre, these, uh, new trilogies. They're in love with Ray. Like little girls are so happy that they have a force, you know, uh, a live action force sensitive person with who wields a lightsaber to kind of look up to and, um, be enamored with. So. I mean, there's a lot of happy, wholesome stories coming from this new trilogy and this last movie. But um, you'd think that um, this this movie killed Autumn's cats right in front of her and mm-hmm. threw the blood all over her face with the way she yeah. reacted to the ending of this movie. <laughs> I sat there at the end and I literally asked him, I don't know how, I, I literally said, I don't know how to feel about that's what, this. That's what you said. Yeah, that's exactly Just- what you said. Over and over again, I don't know how to feel about this. And this is my second. This was my second viewing. I saw it. Um, <laughs> I saw it opening night, and um, my overheard the over people I overheard talking really, really liked it. They really enjoyed it. Um, they thought it was really good. Uh, again, Autumn thinks they're idiots, but I thought they were fine human beings. I don't think anyone's an idiot. <laughs> I think they're fine human beings. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so they really liked it. And then and our audience clapped at the end. Like there was applause at the end of our movie um, and gasps during some of the twists and turns and some of the reveals. Like, <gasps> you know, so whatever. <laughs> I literally threw my head back more than once inside. In uh, yeah, you did a, with a couple of the reveals. I, I saw you do that. I was like, wow. And the funny That's part. That's how it made me feel. The funny part is I went into this thinking she was going to like it. And then when she ended up not liking it, I was like, oh, wow. I was really surprised. And then when I realized that she's like her, you know, her personal Lord and Savior was Jenny Nicholson. Then I'm like, oh, makes sense. <laughs> Oh, that makes so much more sense now. She's just my best friend. She just doesn't know it yet, okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I said, your personal lord and savior. I get you. Um, Anyway. (laughs) She's a cool target. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. So, anyway, that's been what's going on. We're entering into the holidays. We're entering into Christmas and New Year. I hope everyone has a nice Christmas. You kind of celebrated several Christmases already. You're probably going to have a more quiet Christmas. I am, too, with my immediate family. So, that's going to be nice. Uh, media family, just my, my parents and my sister and her husband. So we'll be celebrating Christmas this year in Las Vegas. I'll be gone <laughs> in Vegas doing nothing for five days. God, I don't know. Oh, it's fun. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I don't necessarily have enough money to gamble. And <laughs> I don't necessarily have enough money. I don't have any money to really pay for any shows that I want to watch. I like walking the strip though at at Christmas time because they have like shows on the strip that people you know like that are you know you just stand there and watch and are free to to attend and watch. Um, but aside from that, like 
I have nothing. I have so I have so nothing to do. <laughs> I'm like, mm. so I'm gonna. Yeah, that'll be fun for five days. Well, I'm gonna. Kinda... I've never been to Vegas or have once. Yeah, well, when I was 19 and I couldn't do anything, so I, I have no idea what Vegas is like. No, but it's it's well, yeah. Well, I've all, only seen it in movies. It's all it, well. It's forever <laughs> under construction. Um, it's forever under construction. My favorite memories of Vegas because I I you know. Uh, with my family there, I go there and quite often, and I would walk the strip by myself, and just people watch. And my favorite thing I saw was it's night. I'm walking past um, Caesar's Palace, and Caesar's Palace is a bunch of little uh, fountains and pools. Mm-hmm. And these two drunk off their butts girls, they were they they walk up to the pool. They're like, "It's so hot!" And they just jump into the into the into the fountain and start splashing each other. And I'm like, "Oh God, <laughs> a that's really gross." <laughs> yeah, like that water. You don't know what's in that water. Like hobos pee in that water. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> but they were so drunk they didn't care. So I was there for New Year's once. Um, and what they do is they close off the strip for cars. And so everyone gathers in the middle of the strip and sees fireworks and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I watched the ball drop and everything. All the drunk people were like wishing me a happy new year. They're like, hey, man, happy new year. I'm like, yeah, same to you, drunk guy who's falling over the, you know, all over the sidewalk. Isn't that like the only state to be in when you're in Vegas? <laughs> I suppose. I've never been drunk in Vegas. <laughs> I've, uh, I've I've attended the club in Vegas. That's an interesting experience. I attended it. I, and I, yeah, I experienced it like a couple times over the years. And mm-hmm. it's a very interesting experience because it's just a bunch of there, – there's no middle range. It's either they're 60-year-olds or they're like 50-year-olds. No, 60-year-olds. They're 20-year-olds or 50-year-olds. Sorry. <laughs> wow. 20, that's a, not a very big age sorry. gap. <laughs> they're, they're 20-year-olds or 50-year-olds. There's nothing in between. And the old folk – all, all the old, and they're all old dudes with like super young Asian women um, that they bought somewhere, and so they go on the dance floor, and they're just—it's weird. It's really weird. <laughs> a lot of grinding, a lot of booty shaking. It's such an unusual experience. I'm like, just have sex, guys. Come on, what is this? Is this the ritual? Like, is this the mating ritual of wine them and dine them and apparently grind them before? Well, yeah. Wine, dine, and grind. Yeah, <laughs> gross. I, 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 you look. You know, whatever. More power to them. You know. I mean, good on the fifty-year-olds who are like pay, buying these twenty-year-old Asians or whatever, spending money and purchasing a woman for the evening. I'm just guessing. Good job. I'm just guessing. <laughs> well, look, uh, you know, a lot of. I mean, it's legal out there. I'm sure you're absolutely right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, every billboard is like, call this number and I'm at your door in 20 minutes. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah. All right. <clears throat> anyway, uh, a lot of debauchery. It is the city of sin for a reason. A lot of mm-hmm. debauchery. But anyway, enough about that. Let's go ahead. And Well, anyway, no, actually, uh, before we go ahead, um, any other things that you wanted to talk about or discuss about uh, the week? Sorry, it was awful. Aside awful. from the... Uh, Amazingness that was Star Wars. Uh, uh, any other new things going on? Any anything to look forward to in the new year? We're not going to talk to them for like these people for like two weeks. So, um, anything to look forward to? Anything you want to share with people? 
No. All right. Great. (laughs) Best (sighs) co-host ever. Uh, Okay. And we're going (laughs) to... All right, we're going to go ahead. Oh, there's the Wayne's World flashback. <laughs> I was wondering where it was. Um, anyway, uh, let's go into the main topic for today. And, uh, yeah. What? No. Thank you, uh, guy from Transformers and um, uh, the other guys. What the hell is his name? <laughs> what? <laughs> He was in the fourth Transformers, Transformers movies. And other guys. He was there's a movie called The Other Guys with him and Will Ferrell, but I can't remember what it was called. He, he, oh, Mark Wahlberg. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Internet. Mark Wahlberg. I just forgot a Wahlberg. Thank you, Wahlberg. Like he, he, it's his um what? No. From um The Happening, uh, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I love that that sound clip. <clears throat> so here we are. We have reached the end of a year. I hope everyone survived 2019, both mentally and physically. I really do hope that because, you know, I, I completely understand where people are coming from with that. I just recently, as I've been talking about in previous episodes, gotten better. My head has finally gotten better and good in a better place. Um, So I want to talk a little bit about 2019. And then we're going to talk about 20, 20, uh, the 20, well, the, the whole decade of 2010s. I don't know. What is it called? The 20 teens or the 2010s? What is it called? I have no idea. Yeah. So, you know, the decade of 20 teens or 2010s. It was easier with 2000. It was called the aughts. Oh, yeah. The aughts. Yeah, it was so much better. <laughs> yeah. It's like one word. At least 2020. We're like, oh, yeah, the 20s, you know, with the flappers and, you know, prohibition. Um, <clears throat> well, <laughs> I guess not anymore. So, I want you to go first. Because people have followed, if people have been listening to this long enough, they've more or less followed my journey for this year. I'm more or less recapping what I've talked about in the last, like, you know, seven or ten episodes. <laughs> but you're new. You've only been here for three. So, do you want to talk again? You don't, you don't have, look, this is up to you. You don't really have to. You can go in very generalizations. You can just say, hey, it was bad at the beginning. It was good later. It was good at the beginning. It was bad later. Whatever you want to say, you know, let people know that they, they can relate to what, how your, how your year went because that's really awful. My year was awful. Mm, Okay. (laughs) A lot of, um, a lot of drastic changes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that I have to deal with and learn how to, cope with and did it i don't know how (laughs) well did it help you grow did you feel like you were able to conquer those challenges of of sudden change or do you feel like you're still struggling oh no i'm struggling okay it's um it's the the big thing is you know um Whatever, nobody's going to hear this in my family. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> my parents are getting a divorce mm. after thirty some odd years of marriage, and it's uh, it's hard. It's it's really hard. My dad moved to Wyoming uh, last month, and I hadn't spoken to him in seven months before that. So it's it's been. A struggle. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of things have come to the surface mentally for me and my brother. Mm-hmm. 
that we've both had to learn to deal with and that's been difficult. Um, I haven't spoken to my dad's family and uh, (laughs) they live less than an hour away, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but we haven't seen them or spoken to them since all of this went down. And it's, it's hard. It's hard to get used to that. It's, It's an entirely new situation that I don't think I was ever prepared for. And, um, it's, it hasn't been easy. Yeah. Well, I I mean, who's ever prepared for a a change like that in their life? As an adult, you'd think you'd you'd handle it a little bit better, but no, I don't think so. I don't know why. I mean, they're your parents, right? Like, you know, they've been in your life for, you know, X number of years. Like, of course, all my, all my life. Okay. I'm just saying that in general for the people out there who had, you know, whatever, right? Like, you know, so everyone has had their parents or, you know, step parents or whatever for however long they've had them. And, you know, sometimes people cycle through parents, you know, all the time and it can definitely be tough. And for some of us lucky ones, the 50% of us who are lucky where, you know, the, the marriage doesn't end up in divorce in the United States, you know, when it all of a sudden happens and they become, like myself, a statistic, which was like a thing that really boggled my mind when I was divorced. But I didn't have any children, so it it, it definitely didn't. It wasn't terrible. Um, it was well, I guess it was terrible for me, but it wasn't terrible for anyone else. <laughs> I think I was the only one that suffered. But it it was you know for a lot. It's a big transition for a lot of people. You know, a, a spouse has to learn how to live alone again, and 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 not rely on a second income. You know, a ch- children have to learn how uh, if if they reconnect with the, the with the, the other parent, a second family that exists. Right, like there's potential for a second family to exist, and that's scary and weird. You know, so for a lot of people, it's tough. It's a really really hard transition, and um, I knew a lot of people. I'm very fortunate it hasn't happened to me. I mean, except for the divorce part, but again, no children. But it's tough. It's so it's really, really difficult. And um I'm hoping you can share, if anything, maybe nothing has helped quite yet, but has was there anything that's happened or or out there that has helped you kind of get through this and kind of stay strong and kind of transition, help you transition into this kind of new reality of yours um my family my my brother has Mm -hmm. been there um since he's dealing with all the same issues i am Mm -hmm. um my sister-in-law has been a a god a godsend she's been such a big help for me Mm -hmm. um my mother you know it's good that's awesome (laughs) yeah so i mean i've i've had them to to help me out but like i i need to talk to somebody professionally because there's a lot of issues Mm -hmm. i need to figure out and deal with dealing with all of this no of course yeah i mean there's always you know there's again with the change there's a lot in our own heads that we kind of have to defrag you know for lack of a better term they <laughs> mm-hmm. frag and uh i've often touted on here look if you can find therapy helpful do it do it it is one of the best things that will happen to you because there are non hopefully <laughs> they're non-biased third party with mm-hmm. enough professional training and knowledge to be able to give you the tools you need to to 
to get better again. And um, hopefully that's the case for you. And uh, hopefully that'll happen sooner rather than later. But you're right. Yeah, it, it, I'm happy that, that uh, you have your family there to help you out. And it's really important to have that kind of foundation, right? It, it's good to have that um, that rock, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, maybe you're a person out there who ha- doesn't feel like they have family to go to. Or maybe you're a person out there that doesn't feel like they can – turn to anyone here's someone right here who has experienced who is experiencing this firsthand who's feeling kind of the you know the the devastation and loss of of of, of um a divorce so if you have any thoughts or feelings about it she has a twitter handle that i didn't mention last time because i'm a, a <laughs> terrible human being <laughs> the worst but it, um it's oh, you want to give it you can Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I'll give it then. It's at that underscore autumn. Uh, you can find her. She's that girl autumn on, on Twitter. You can use either way. That's her username and that is her at name, I guess. I don't know what the difference is really. Um, but go ahead and, and check her out there. She's got um, three friends right now or three followers. I do have three friends. It's a sad, sad life. It's not. It's fine. <laughs> but uh, go ahead and follow her. Check, check her out. She... Uh, uh, I don't know if she'll ever do this again, but she'll repost pictures of Adam Driver. But maybe she won't anymore because of the you know the movie. Oh, I'll, I'll post pictures of Adam. Oh, Driver. okay. okay. His father was bad. Okay. Um, was so purpose. you'll see Adam. You'll see Adam Driver, and you'll see uh, a whole bunch of stuff about Xbox and things like that on her feed. Yeah, she's a gamer girl. Woo! Uh, <laughs> so check it out at that underscore Autumn. All right. Um, yeah, no, that's yeah, that's a really that's really difficult, and I'm sorry to hear that it, it was a terrible year for you. Um, yeah. um, hopefully, we'll have some you know much more positive news come 2020 uh, when we do an end of year show. If you're still around, <laughs> no, yeah, you're gonna leave. The, you're gonna leave the show. Um, <laughs> just like everyone else leaves me on the show. Mm. All right. Anyway, that's not true. <laughs> Because no one's been here before. Uh, <laughs> uh, for my year, it's it, not as bad. <laughs> I mean, this is a weird year of a lot of heartbreak for me. Um, as I tried to find love over the year. And kind of remnants of last year. And... I, I, I kind of suffered greatly, you know, deep depression. You know, I, I just, you know, I was just all over the place. I refused to eat for a while because I just wasn't hungry. I just felt this emptiness in my soul, in my stomach, just because I'm like, I was so close to something that I really wanted and it just was taken away from me and it was really upsetting and really annoying. And I've talked about this in previous episodes and not too many words. And it was tough, you know? I was, I went into, uh, I'm, I'm into, uh, what do you call it? Uh, San Diego Comic-Con. I was in San Diego Comic-Con and I wasn't myself and everyone noticed and it was terrible. And I kind of, I feel like I ruined the experience for everyone else, but luckily they said they, I didn't, but I think they were just being kind. Uh, you'll see a smile in me. Uh, one of my uh, San Diego Comic-Con pictures has me with a big smile on my face. 
It's a lie. <laughs> I wasn't happy one bit. But um, that finally led me to seek help and get on some medications. And I've been fine ever since. And then I discovered somebody near the end of the year that made it, made the whole decade really in the last year, kind of like this is what it was leading up to, you know, it's like a, it's like a, the last the last boss of a video game, right? This is where it all leads up to. This is where it, you know, this is where it was supposed to go. And, uh, and it felt like, yeah, this is, you know, this is where it was supposed to go because you don't very often find people with your kind of same sense, same sensibilities and same sense of humor, you know, and we're different enough to where, it's not like we're clones of each other. So there's, there's going to be disagreements. There's going to be different points of views and that's nice. And that's good. And you're wrong about star Wars. I wasn't talking about you on them. <laughs> throwing that out there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but at the end of the day though, we can laugh about it, which is kind of nice. And we, we continue to laugh. That's one thing that we both share, right? Is we laugh a lot. <laughs> Which is yeah. kind of nice, you know, it's, it's, um, not kind of nice. It's very nice, you know, cause laughter is a great medicine, you know, laughter is a great thing and, um, it helps us get through a lot of different, you know, all of our, maybe it helps us get through a lot of different uh, mental states and our struggles and, and, uh, and when people retweet stuff that I'm just like, come on, I get it already. <sighs> right, Autumn? I get it already. I get it. You don't have to keep retweeting stuff like that. <laughs> check her, check her. A reason it, look, I just teased it for you to check her feed. Check her feed. And you'll completely understand where I'm coming from. But mind you, spoilers. No, it was is funny. It, is it spoiler? Is that a spoiler? I don't know if that's really a spoiler. Um... No, no, not I really. I guess so. not really a spoiler. So check it out. It's not really a spoiler, but it's it's wow. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyways, uh, <laughs> so that was our years. But I kind of want to also talk about the decade because again, we're moving into 2020, and for a lot of people, it's a new beginning for as every year usually is, but. Also, it's a new decade. Like, that's crazy for a lot of people, you know. Um, you don't think about it until a certain age. And here we are, 2020. So, I don't know if you want to talk about your decade, your past decade. I will if you don't want to, but I'll, I'll throw it out there after I tell you. You know, if you want to, after I, t I say my piece, then go ahead. Um, but mm -hmm. for a lot of people, this hasn't been an easy decade. For a lot of people, you know... Uh, personally, financially, uh, politically, it wasn't it wasn't easy. You know, we recovered from a recession. We recovered. You know, we uh, people were still a lot. Tons of people are still jobless. You know, people are still the uh, the homeless population is growing. Uh, like it, it's it feels like rough times. It really does. Like a lot of negative stuff is going on right now. More and more people are feeling alone over the last ten years. Uh, you know, from my little bubble and from my little anecdotal bubble, I see more and more people sad and upset that they have no one to kind of share life with. Um, as we enter a hookup culture, 
um, as we enter as we entered a hookup culture. I, I, I don't. Are we still in a hookup culture? Do you think we're still in a hookup? Okay, culture. we're still in a hookup culture. Okay, so we entered a hookup culture. Relationships are are less a lot less meaningful. More people, you know, people aren't getting married anymore. People aren't really getting to relationships anymore. It's more about like, hey, you're hot. And I'm also hot. Let's bang. And that seems to be the, the general consensus of, of dating nowadays is just like two incredibly attractive people, you know, boning each other. And, you know, because that's like the sexy way of saying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, or as uh, as Office Space said, riding the old bone roller coaster. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. It, that seems to be the case, right? And so, yeah. again, this is why this show was born. Born? <laughs> God. The born identity. Uh, <laughs> this is why this, uh, this, this is the impetus for online friend simulators, because I know how it feels. I was alone for t- these, that last 10 years. I had friends, sure, but romantically, nothing. I mean, it, every time I went on to a, a, a website or a, 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 po- a podcast, that talked about relationships, I would say, yeah, it's been about <sighs> 10 years since I've had sex. And they're like, what? How do you survive? Why haven't you killed yourself already? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, are you kidding? <laughs> like, I didn't, what is going on? <laughs> but that's what, you know, that's, you know, that's what people said, right? You know, uh, because they just figured, hey, you're, you know, you're, you know, you're a uh, below average to almost average looking guy. Um, I'm certain you can get some tail with $150 at the very least. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. But, you know, I have to be emotionally invested if I'm going to have any sexual relations with anyone. <clears throat> and that's usually how it works for me. Which makes it very tough to have one night stands. <laughs> very difficult. Um, not that I tried, really. <laughs> I haven't even tried. But I'm sure if I did, it wouldn't work out. And so for the last 10 years, I had to, to learn, after having spent eight or seven years in a relationship, I had to learn how to live alone again or live, you know, do things alone and know that the things I wanted to do and the things I love to do, I'd have to do by myself. And that's tough because people think you're weird if you do that stuff alone. I watched a lot of Disney and Pixar movies by myself, and I'm like, please don't call the cops on me. I'm not a creeper. I'm here to enjoy a film. (laughs) Like, the reason why I'm here is because I enjoy these movies, and I want to talk about them on my podcast. And I watch a lot of movies alone. And I went to Disneyland alone and I, you know, went to the beach alone and I went to like everywhere alone. And society discourages that, right? This guy, the society looks down on that, really. Yeah. Yeah. They think you're a creeper, right? Or they think you're something's wrong with you. Like, okay, look. You're a, you know, as a woman, if you mm-hmm. saw a dude all by himself eating dinner at a fancy restaurant, or not even fancy restaurant, at like an olive garden, what would you think about that person? Like, what would be the first 
thing that would pop into your head? This be sad. He's by himself. <laughs> Which is a legitimate thing to think, right? Must be sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except I wasn't sad. I was eating a good meal, usually. Usually. <laughs> Not all the time. Usually. <laughs> I'm eating a good meal. I'm enjoying myself. I'm having, you know, the the waiter or waitress is very nice to me. Um, you know, they they leave me alone for the most part. I'll put on a pair of headphones, earbuds, and I'll just listen to whatever I'm listening to and have a nice meal and, and I'll move on with life. And then I look at people who eat alone and I'm like, I I feel you. And it's always men. I very rarely see women eat alone ever. <laughs> it's mostly men. And I'm like, I feel, I feel your brother. Women suck. <laughs> <You know? laughs> We're never going to be loved. It's fine. You know, I mean, I was a little, look, I'm, okay. I'm not going to lie. I was a little, res- I was a little resentful. <laughs> I was a little, um, you know, I felt that way a little bit. Sure. You know, after, you know, years of rejection, you kind of forget that way. Right. And so, you know, I felt for them. And then online, I see it more, mostly men, fewer women, which is great. Great. Good on you women for being not the majority of people who are lonely. <laughs> good on you guys. <laughs> no, because they either had girlfriends to hang out with, right? Or they were in relationships, but they always had somebody or family even. Dudes, there's this kind of conception, right? Is there not this thing where men are supposed to be like these – um? They, you know, can't show their feelings. They have to be, you know, tough. They have to be able to handle things, you know, on their own and blah, 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 right? No. <laughs> That's not the case. It's hard. That's stupid. It's hard. And, you know, I've always been one who showed my emotions. Um, I'll cry at movies even. Like, I've done it. And I've never been like those guys who I see online who are like, look, if you don't, like, sacrifice people if you don't burn people if you don't like burn yourself if you don't cut off a limb you're not really a man it's like what <laughs> all right i suppose i'm not a man and I'm perfectly fine not being a man because autumn doesn't seem to care that i'm not a man <laughs> wait, <what? laughs> wait didn't i tell you i'm not a man <laughs> i'm a figment of your imagination <laughs> interesting I'm, I'm simply I'm, you made me up you're just having a conversation with yourself right now. Um, Wouldn't be the first time. Yeah. This is the... Uh, oh, I'm not going to spoil any movies. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> um, oh, uh, wow. You, th- th- that was sad. <laughs> what you just said. <laughs> I, I'll see homeless people talk to themselves and I'm like, I get it. I you know, I spent so much time alone. I talked to my, I used to talk to myself a lot just because I like hearing a voice in my ears. Um, and so I would just talk to myself when I'm out and about. Yeah. And that's sad. You know, that's really sad. Uh, now I don't have to worry about it more. Ha 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 ha. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's terrible. That's terrible. I'm, that's being a jerk. Uh, but it took me, I mean, it took, you know, people are like, oh, it's never going to happen to me. It took me 10 years, guys, 10 years of my formative life, you know, of my best years. She's getting the worst of my years. <laughs> my best years are behind me. <laughs> Autumn's getting the worst of my years from here on out. No, but I mean, like, you know, 10 years, right? That's a long time for a lot of people. 
And sometimes it's a lifetime. Some people, sometimes there's, I mean, I've seen 30, 40 year olds. The 40 year old virgin is real. You know, that's a thing that actually <laughs> exists. But, you know, I think there's some, at some point, uh, I hope people just don't give up on hope on, on stuff like that or your life will change. Cause yeah. I did. I mean, I did. I mean, it, you know, autumn came at a point when I was already, I had already given up on everything sort of. You know, I, I, I did again, Facebook dating is as more of a, a proof of concept in like, Hey, look guys, see how undesirable I am. I'm going to prove it to you. And I went on to Facebook dating to prove that fact. <laughs> um, I did. That was like, that was the point I was trying to and make. Then you met me and I ruined all your plans. Yeah. I know. Ru- is ruined the right word? I don't think it's ruined. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think ruined is the right word. <laughs> You subverted expectations, just like J.J. Abrams did it in Rise of Skywalker. Anyway. No. No. How dare you? How dare you? Um, anyway, so just, I guess, for those who haven't listened since the very beginning, just a recap of why this is such a big deal to me. Ten years ago, divorce. For that year, I lived in my car. I lived on people's couches. I was jobless. I had, you know, I was kind of going to school. I took showers at the gym. All my stuff was in my car. I had a, a an ex-wife who was, you know, who was cheating on me or and kind of flaunting it. I had her boyfriend slash whatever he was at the time making sure that I felt miserable and made sure to tell me what a complete loser and what a complete waste of space I was for like a good year. Um, and all I ever, and, and during that year, despite all that I did, I, I did being homeless. I helped my friends move. <laughs> I helped people, you know, uh, through their education, even, you know, like helped help people study, help people, you know, find work, even though I couldn't find work. And like, I, I did everything I could. I'm not trying to say I'm a saint. I'm just saying I did all that stuff to distract myself from the miserable people who were trying to put me down, <laughs> you know, like I did all that as a way to get away from that. <clears throat> and then I, and then for the years afterwards, I had no self-esteem depressed. I couldn't get medication for my, my depression. Um, and I was med- on medication before I was homeless. I, I, I fought, you, you know, um, to keep the friend, I, well, I didn't fight. Actually, I didn't fight to keep my friends because I'm a terrible friend. <laughs> First thing I ever said in the show, I'm a ha- terrible friend because <laughs> I don't talk to, pe- I don't, email, I don't uh, text people first ever. Well, except for in this case, I guess. <laughs> um, but like, normally, all my friends know they have to text me, or if they want to get a hold of me, they need to hit me up first. I'm not going to hit them up first. Um, and they're and luckily, the friends I still have are perfectly fine doing that. And. You know, I, I struggled and struggled and struggled, and I tried to make the best of it. I spent a lot of time home doing nothing, staring at a wall. It was terrible. It was rough. I felt like nobody liked me. I thought my friends were just being, you know, kind, and and really I was some kind of mentally just challenged loser. You know, or whatever. Not that mentally challenged people are losers. I'm just saying the com- combination of the two. Um, and just like, I just felt that people were were just being merciful so that I didn't kill myself or anything. Which, as you know, I have attempted. <laughs> so like, you know, people did they, what they could, and it, it, it was still stu- it was still tough. 
it was still difficult. And I needed to be torn down to where I was ready to do it again. I was ready to just jump out of a 20-story window. I was ready to jump in front of a train. I was ready to do whatever it could, I could to just end this emotional torture that I was going through in life. And that lasted, like I said, off and on for 10 years. And this was, you know, this last year was the worst. And then I was finally able to get the help I needed. I finally buckled down, despite <laughs> everything, despite spending three months not eating really that much and really just emaciating myself for three months. I finally decided I needed to get help, and I did. And I'm here right now in a better place and autumn entered my life, which um, could be a blessing or a curse. Who knows? I mean, <laughs> early days, <laughs> early days. <laughs> Wow. Way to make a girl feel loved. <laughs> Got to keep you on your toes. Mm, yeah. But that was my decade. Um, and I'm entering 2020 in a infinitely much better place than I was 10 years ago. Infinitely better. Um, and I hope, I hope that's the case for you. Just not the listener, but you too, Autumn. Like everyone who's listening and, and you, Autumn. I hope it, that the 2020, you're entering it, even though nine, 2019 was, was tragic, maybe 2020 hopefully will provide you all of the kind of the hopefulness and kind of the positive things that we all need, which, I mean, some things are lined up for hopefully being positive and the, some things are in, you know, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, queued up for a potential positivity. I mean, hell, you have a Disney annual pass <laughs> if anything yeah. you can escape the world for a day and be at disneyland you know like that's pretty good <laughs> that's not too bad go tomorrow <sighs> you already have plans tomorrow anyway i'd invite you but she can't come See how the see how this works. See, see, see. Could be a blessing. Could be a curse. Yeah. <laughs> could be the uh, could be uh, the debacle that is the Last Jedi, or it could be the amazingness that is the rise of Skywalker. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Even though I really liked Last the Last Jedi, I really enjoyed that movie. Uh, I'm one of the few people that like. I find I find that there are very few people like me who enjoyed the uh, the, la- the the sequels, the the sequel trilogy. Like I'm one of like, there's dozens of us <laughs> out there who <laughs> enjoyed that, and then there's millions of people who hated either one or the other or all of them. Anyway, beside the point. Like I liked the Force Awakens. I loved the Last Jedi. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hated the way they ended Look, this. After the eighth viewing, you'll change your mind. Um, no, no, I don't think I will. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, so there we go. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, did you want to say anything about your decade uh, of twenty of your twenty tens, twenty teens? Anything that may have been significant, or anything that you want to say that you're happy has changed or has improved? Or no, no. Okay. My 2010s through now just sucked. It was awful. And was 2020 a mirror of your 2019? Damn near close enough. Wow. 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 Well, I mean, 
2017 was probably the worst year. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, no, no, it's bad, bad 10 years. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's to another 10 bad more with me. <laughs> right on. <laughs> no, I hope, I hope, uh, I hope uh, time with me, like it's, uh, you know, people, I'm not going to be one of those people who tell you, yeah, guess what? You're better off alone. Or you know what? Couple being in a relationship is the worst or whatever. Like those couples who sometimes say that to single people are like, oh man, you're better off single. Whatever. No, no. Single life is tough. You have to do a lot of stuff on your own. Life is better when you have support and you have people who are out there to, to, to you know, look out for you. If things get rough, pick you up from the airport when you come home from a long trip. Things like that. You are LAX. <laughs> what? Huh? What did you say? I didn't say anything. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. LAX to my home is like fifty miles or something like that. Or no, thirty miles. Let's see. If I walk now, I'll get there in like a week. <laughs> so there you go. <clears throat> anyway, so I hope. More people. I hope everyone listening had a much better decade, 2010s, than we had. We're obviously not the norm, I don't think. I think a lot of people had really good 2010s. Um, Hopefully. I can think of some of my friends who had amazing 2010s, you know. Like, um, um, I have a friend of mine who she found her girlfriend and li- now, I guess, life partner. Because they've been together for like, God, six or seven years now. Um. And it happened during this decade, you know, and she got better work and stuff. And like, so that person's living a pretty good life right now. Really good 2020, when, uh, 2010s. Um, I know another one who like, you know, uh, uh, went up in their career and blah, blah, blah. So like people are doing really well. Not everyone, obviously, but some people are doing really well. And I hope you're, you're some of those people. Anyway, um, I just, I guess, you know, look, uh, we are here if you need a new one, again, holidays are tough being alone. Except for autumn. Apparently autumn's perfectly fine being alone during the holidays. Um, <laughs> but uh, I know it was tough for me uh, during Christmas and New Year. You know, No one to kiss at the drop of the ball or no one to give a gift to for Christmas. Like, I mean, you have people to give gifts to, sure, I guess. But like, it's just, you know, there's a difference. Someone you love, giving them something versus, you know, someone else. But anyway, Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. And um, if you're not, if you don't, please let us know. Talk to us. We want to be, again, your friend. We want to be there for you because we've experienced it. We're not saying we've had it worse. We're not saying we've had it better. But we've had at least that experience where we can at least be there for you. And that's the important thing. This is not a competition (laughs) of who has it sadder. Even though her music will tell you otherwise, it is not. Pretty sure I'm winning. (laughs) Yeah, well, you're winning in that. Yeah, you're definitely winning in that respect. (laughs) My God. (sighs) Man. That dude from Savage Garden, I mean, come on. Darren Hayes. His name is Darren Hayes, Darren and that Hayes. song is amazing. Amazingly depressing. Anyway. <laughs> but I, I have but amazing. That, I have songs that can compete, though. I definitely have songs that can compete. I think I think my most depressing song is, uh, um, I forget the artist, but it's uh, Nine Crimes is the name of the song. And it's a very sad song about a two people who are in love with each other but still cheat on each other for some weird out of this world reason and it's very depressing (laughs) 
But anyway, there you go. <laughs> To leave on a high note, to leave on a high note, 2020 is going to be awesome for you. Here's why. Because we're here and we're going to make it awesome for you as well. We're going to share stories. We're going to play video games. We're going to, I don't know. We can do whatever you want. We're cool. You know, wherever you are in the world, we'll try our best to, if anything, just give you a, an ear to listen to, to listen to you and, and not and not judge. Like, we're not here to judge. I mean... Autumn's here to judge. Like Autumn's totally here to judge because you know, I judge. You know, I judge so hard. But I don't. I don't judge. So <laughs> you can email me anyway. Thanks everyone again for making. The, um, what? Yes. Go ahead. No, I don't say anything. All right. Oh, uh, well. Okay. So uh, first off, then I want to thank everyone for making Online Friend Simulator a thing. You guys are awesome listening from all over the world as i saw on my like my spotify uh year in review people in germany listening apparently in parts of asia and part in all parts of europe the uk uh united states of course thanks everyone who listens thanks everyone who's contributed again to listeners mate to um right coast to um to tommy uh, you guys have been awesome this past year and the entire time the show has been around. We will continue on next year, of course, with me and Autumn. Thank you so much, Autumn, for, for joining me on this journey uh, and being a part of this thing that I thought I was going to do by myself, really. And I'm really glad that I have you around to to help keep me grounded and to make fun of me when you can. So I appreciate it. Oh. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you do want to see her um her vitriol and acid and poison <laughs> towards the latest Star Wars movie, go follow wow. her at that <laughs> underscore autumn where you can find all of that. <laughs> I'm at AKA the other guy. You can call in at 347-450-4335. I missed the voicemails. We used to have a couple of them. I would love more voicemails to play on the show. Please do so when you can. You can even leave a text. I'll be happy to read those texts out here. Um, OFSshow at gmail.com is the email address if you feel like you need to leave us a message because we do want a message. We want to hear how your holidays were, how you got through it. If we can be there for you during the holidays, We'll do everything we can again to, to to at least, at the very least, be there for you to listen to you. Anything you guys need to talk about, and hopefully provide you with some advice. That's it. That's our show. Online Frame Simulator is done for 2019. We'll be back in the second week of 2020 with a brand new show with Autumn and myself in tow, talking about our holidays talking about how great the rise of skywalker was and we're going to talk about (laughs) you stop that (laughs) but most importantly you know we're going to talk about how we're just going to be there for you and we're going to make sure that this lonely world gets a little less lonely thanks everyone remember you have a friend in us and we'll talk to you all in 2020 bye everybody bye See that seductive voice again, Jesus. <laughs>